You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators and this is The Food Code. Happy Monday. Yay. Yay. It's another Monday. week. We like Mondays. I do. I like my, I like my, I like routines. I yeah. like, I feel good in my routine. Sure. I like weekends. I like spending time with Nick and Carson more, but I just like being productive and yep. being, you know, on my game. Yeah. I just feel that on the weekends it gets a little bit of like chaotic, hectic, mm-hmm. and then I'm just, I'm ready to be back in my gym routine, back mm-hmm. on my normal eating. Like I know this weekend we're going for St. Patrick's day to a friend's house and, um, might go out to lunch with our family on Sunday. So like, we're just going to be kind of on the go and not in our normal routine. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm with you. I feel better in routine. So yeah. anyways, happy Monday. So we are going to talk about an exciting change that we made a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. in our community and let you guys know a little bit about why we made that change. And then we're going to talk about the fit mom lifestyle code. Our 10 commandments. Yep. They are our commandments, guys. Um, so Liz and I changed our Facebook group, our private Facebook group to the fit mom lifestyle. Um, we in the past have kind of worked with all populations and the more and more that Liz and I have gotten clear on our mission and our messaging and who we want to serve. Um, Cause I think, you know, for you to be the best at what you do, you have to have a specialty. You have to have, you know, you got to hone in on what you really want to do. Um, sure. You can be a jack of all trades, but that's not what we wanted. We wanted to help a very specific group of people that we relate to that we know because we've been there. Um, and as we've come into our new life as moms, uh, because I think it definitely starts a new life. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to help moms. We want to help other women, you know, all, all women, not necessarily just moms, but we obviously relate to moms, um, all women that have struggled with chronic dieting, that have mm-hmm. struggled with body image, that have struggled with, you know, never feeling good in their skin. Um, and so we changed our Facebook group and that does not mean that we will not work with men. Um, we are just making our messaging a little bit more clear around mm-hmm. the population that we feel the most connected to um, and that we feel the most drive and internal fire in our bellies to help. Yes. And one of the biggest things that has always stuck in my mind is if you stand for everything, you stand for nothing. Mm -hmm. And so large part of what Becca and I have been working on with our metabolic prehab program and this change has been, we really felt like in our gut and in our bellies, you know, that we need to get our message out to the world and help women who are in a place that they're stuck and they feel alone and they feel isolated and they can't talk about things without being shamed or feeling Mm -hmm. bad or having someone bash them in a mom group. And so the Facebook community is for you to find a place to talk to other people on your journey, to share your wins, to share your struggles and make new friends. You know, what we would love to see is that people around the world or the United States, maybe there's little pockets of people that, you know, listen to the food code or they Mm -hmm. know us and they want to meet up or, you know, have a girl's night out and those types of things 
things. Like I would love to see that happen because I just really don't think that there's anything like this community and what we stand for out there from what I've seen. Um, you know, I started a Facebook group called the mom edge, right? after I had Marcus because I was feeling so alone and so isolated. And just last night I was chatting with one of my best friends and she's like, you know, we're considering starting to try soon. I'm just really nervous because we don't have any family here Mm -hmm. and none of my friends here have children. And I said, you know, I felt the same way that you did. But I told her it's kind of like driving a car. If you get a new car that's white, (laughs) then you start to see white cars. And I said, you know, God will send you people when you need them. And for me, you know, obviously you Becca and then other people like at our gym, all of a sudden we're pregnant a couple (laughs) of weeks later, or just like people in the area that I started to meet and placing myself in different communities. You know, I asked for that support and that need, but none of those groups really ever met that true like girlfriend feeling Mm -hmm. and where I could just be myself and wasn't um, negative in some way. And so this fit mom lifestyle, we want this to be a place of community and support and a place also where Becca and I can talk about the things that need to be talked about without, you know, guys having to hear things that are like, okay, well that doesn't relate to me. But anyway, so we created this fit mom code and it's basically 10 things that we believe in as part of the lifestyle. Yeah. And so we wanted to go through that with you guys today. If you're not on or not part of our community, just search fit mom lifestyle. It says lifestyle nutrition on it as well, but uh, we would be happy to welcome you in there. It's for mm-hmm. anyone, women, um, and mamas or yeah. expecting women, whatever, yeah. like all of you girls, all of the ladies can join us in there. And yes. for the guys, we will still work with you, but it's application only. Yes. <laughs> Um, so number one commandment is we put our oxygen mask on first. You must take care of yourself to be able to take care of others. Okay. You only have so much in you every day. And if you are constantly giving everything to everyone else, you have nothing left for yourself and you are never happy. This means making time, making time for exercise and movement and quality food intake and sleep and water and relationships. You guys, you have to care about yourself. And I get it. I would give my life for my child, for my family in a second. Mm -hmm. But that does not mean I need to go through life miserable to make them happy. Absolutely. And it allows you to show up better for them. Mm-hmm. Like this morning I got up, I went to the gym at five 30. I came home. Marcus had just woken up at like seven, which was fantastic for dad. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But then he was like ready to go and he was like screaming and teething and all the things. And I was like, man, I am so thankful that I got up. Totally. I got my time out of the way. I got my space, listen to my good music. And I'm now here and I can be present with him and also less, uh, frustrated and more patient. So that's Absolutely. number one. Number two, water comes before coffee and wine. As I'm drinking my coffee right now. <laughs> We're both drinking coffees right now. And we both love wines. We have multiple wine club memberships, but <laughs> I got an email yesterday from Naked Wines, which I love. I'm like, they keep getting me. They're offering me three free bottles. I can't turn this down. <laughs> I need to look them up, but I'm afraid if I do that, I'm going to spend in, like more money that I don't I just like it because it's a surprise. Yeah. They send you like random wines and yeah. I'm like, this is like a fun box. <laughs> I am just in love with Cooper's Hawk and everything that I try, I feel like just doesn't compare. And so I get disappointed and 
Cooper's Hawk has my favorite wine back in stock. It's the wine of the month this month. It's called Orange Muscat. Mm. So I told Art we are banned from going there because I literally will want to bring home two cases of it. But anyway, so don't get us wrong. Like, again, we love coffee and wine, but you guys, water is so important. Hydration is part of every function in your body. Especially if you're breastfeeding, mamas. Yes. You have to stay hydrated. This is so important for milk production. And... Most people don't drink enough water yes. from what we've seen. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so anyways, it can be flavored water. It can be sparkling water. Uh, plain water is tea, anything yeah, like tea, that. anything that's not caffeinated. We count yeah. as water. So aim to get half your body weight in ounces. If you're training or exercising or breastfeeding, then I'd bump that up to two thirds. Mm-hmm. Next one is we move our bodies daily. This mm-hmm. does not need to be intense exercise. And honestly, sometimes it shouldn't be intense mm-hmm. exercise, especially if you're not sleeping great. Um, and I will definitely say that before I had a child, I would tell my clients that had children, you need to go and walk eight to 10,000 steps a day. You need to exercise, but you can't exercise if you only get seven hours of sleep or less than seven hours of sleep. I'm sorry to those of you that I ever said that to. I get it. If you only get less than seven hours of sleep, you're never going to exercise if you're living by that rule. So just listen to your body. If you are exhausted, if you slept even worse last night, or maybe your child is cluster feeding or whatever's going on, maybe ch- skip the CrossFit class and just go for a long walk mm-hmm. or go for a super slow jog or whatever is just going to make you feel better. Um, but we are not sedentary. We are not going to sit on our butts all day and expect life to happen for us. We make it a point to shoot for eight to 10,000 steps a day on a daily basis and make sure that we just don't fall into inactive lifestyles. Because that's where we start to feel bad, right? We Mm -hmm. start to see the fatigue show up. um, Joints start to hurt. We're immobile. You know, you're not stretching your muscles and you're just not moving. And so like get outside, get some vitamin D that always helps boost your mood, throw on some good music, a podcast like this one. Um, take your kids for a walk, get outside, get active with them. Even if you don't have a gym membership, like Becca said, like go out, shoot for eight to 10,000 steps a day. Mm -hmm. Um, whatever that looks like. I know that was huge for me right after having Marcus, I needed to get outside. I didn't feel like myself and I strongly believe it helped with preventing, postpartum depression. I almost want to plan all of my pregnancies to be giving birth in the summertime so that I can get outside more. Yeah. I have no idea what that... (laughs) Sorry, guys. Weird noise in the background. (laughs) Okay. The fourth one here is we do not put other moms or women down. So again, like I mentioned before, I never found a place that I could go and post Mm -hmm. without feeling nervous like someone was going to shame me or judge me. So we just want you to understand that like inside of the fit mom community and our lifestyle, like this is not a competition. No, We're not out to be better than the next mom or have a better stroller or nicer clothes or whatever. Like you do you and you be proud of we who are you are. We are in this together, guys. We are in it together. We are not there to outdo each other. We need it for our self-esteem. We do not need to be torn down every day. We already do that within our own minds a lot of times. Yep. We are all just doing our best. Yes. Okay. And so if you want to pass judgment on someone, one, this is not the place for you. And two, think before you do it. Think before you do it. Think, what are they going through today? What could they be handling? What could, maybe their child just screamed the entire hour on the way to wherever they were going. And now they're at a restaurant and they look exhausted and they just hand their child a screen. Who knows what's going on? But like, think about what that person might be going through and try to be a little bit kinder. And I would even take it a step further and give somebody a compliment. Yeah. Reach out to mom. Offer help. 
yeah, offer help, give them a compliment, tell them, hey, you look great today. Don't tell them that they look tired. We know we look oh tired. Oh my gosh. I get that all the time. Oh. You look tired. Well, no shit. I'm no tired. No shit. I'm tired. You guys, that is the worst thing to say to someone. That is not being sympathetic. That it is being cruel. Comes from men. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. You know what's funny? Men were the first people that said something to me when I, I announced that I was pregnant. They were the first ones that came up to me and they were like, you know, I noticed something was different. Well, I was uh. getting fat. You noticed I was getting fat. Okay. Thank you for saying that. <gasps> All right. Number five, we respect our bodies. Yes. So this is one that we see a lot with women who have struggled with self-esteem or they're not in the place they want to be. And Beck and I have talked about this before. Like, even if you don't love your body right now, you still need to respect it and need to be thankful for this amazing machine and the capabilities that you have. Yes. Right. And so that means that you have to become aware of your thoughts, the dialogue going on between your ears. That's your self-talk and the stories that you tell yourself. Yeah. Stories are not facts, okay? Your mind is going to try to talk you out of things all the time. It's going to lie to you. It's going to tell you things that simply are not true. Mm -hmm. And so we need to capture those and reframe them and yes. shift them into more positive thoughts and start to show ourselves some self-love and gratitude for the capabilities that we have. And I think about it like this. Think about your poor body. With all of the crap you say to it every day, I hate my stomach, I'm grabbing my fat in the mirror, I'm looking at myself like I look awful in everything I put on, think about your body feeling that negativity because guess what? It does. I know that even if you aren't, say aren't saying these things out loud, even if you may be only writing them in a journal, whatever, your body feels that. Mm -hmm. Chemically, it feels that. Chemically, you're producing less serotonin, dopamine, all of these things that make you a happier person. And that also negatively impacts your body and its ability to burn body fat and its body composition changes because it's chronically putting yourself in that fight or flight, that cortisol level rising, your stressful state. Because if you're hating on your body every day, like think about st saying out loud all the things you said in your head. Mm. Or would you in say In front those, of people too. Yeah. Or to your girlfriend. Yeah. Like just would you, you say, say to your check? girlfriend the things that you say to yourself. Exactly. Like your body needs love, guys. Give your body love and fake it till you make it. Like if you just said every day, I love you. I'm sorry for what I've told you in the past. You are amazing body. You will do amazing things for me. You might start to believe it and it could make a huge shift. Huge shift. So... Just think about that. Number six. Oh, I love this one. This is spicy. This is spicy, guys. We're about to get real. You have sex mm. with your spouse, hopefully. Yes. If you have one. <laughs> your spouse is your significant other. <laughs> okay. We know, we know it's a little blunt. We get it. But what we are saying here is that the dynamic of your marriage can change with little humans. Mm. We get that, guys. Mm. We get it firsthand. But... You and your significant other came first. You still matter. You should still have a marriage that is growing, that is fostered, that is given love. Because if you do not, guess what? You get very complacent. Mm -hmm. You get very comfortable. And that's not a fun place to be with a marriage. No. And we get it. You know, postpartum especially, like you don't feel like yourself. You kind of feel gross. There was actually a great post yesterday by uh, Shanna Mota, and I'll link it here. Mm. Um, she is awesome. And she was talking about postpartum sex life and how it's different and how it's changed. And she didn't feel like herself until maybe six or eight months postpartum. But more importantly, she didn't feel like herself again until she, until she started prioritizing herself and getting out and doing the exercise yep. and, you know, going back to the gym and those types of things that feel empowering to her, which then in turn made her more confident and, you know, more, uh, 
I'm trying to think of the word for sex drive. Horny. There we yeah. go. Yep. <laughs> and also, guys, your your di- drive to reproduce is a major health marker. Mm-hmm. Like, if you are not wanting to have sex, guess what? There's other things going on, too, that are yeah. not right with the body. You yeah. should want to procreate. Mm-hmm. That is a very, very basic kind of health factor and health marker that yeah. we look for. Well, and a lot of times we ask people about this because when they are dieting, your testosterone drops. Mm-hmm. And so we want to make sure that, you know, they feel good and that they do have some drives. We're not saying this is going to be every day and that you're going to like, you know, do it like you were in college, you know, or 20 <laughs> or whatever that looks like, but make it a priority, make your spouse a priority. So little things, a couple things that I have heard from just different people that I follow is asking your spouse, what is one thing I can do for you today? And starting to, you know, kind of change your dialogue with that person instead of always talking about like the kids or work or the house yep. and really encouraging them. So kiss them more often. Mm-hmm. I was reading a book, Uh, It's called 31 things you can do for your spouse. And one of them in there, she talks about, and I know I have been guilty of this so many times, her husband coming home from work and she'd be like, oh, hey, instead of stopping what she was doing, going over, giving him a hug, giving him a kiss, showing him that affection that she was excited and happy that he was home. And so if you're cooking dinner and you know, you've got things going or the kids are running around, whatever, just take that moment. It's like two seconds. Go give him a hug. Give him a kiss. And then it can maybe even turn spicy in the kitchen if the kids are down for bed. You never know. Um, Or like Rachel Hollis talks about, having a 30-day sex challenge where they have sex every day for 30 days. Wow. (coughs) Bless them. Better get some lube. Yeah. Wow. But anyways, maybe it doesn't need to be that extreme. Maybe you just... I think that would be fun. I think it would be, here's the one thing that I will say, and I will say this, my poor, I hope my husband's not listening. (laughs) When we were going through IVF, it became a chore because Mm -hmm. you had to do it at that time on that day. And it took like the fun out of it um, and the spontaneity out of it. And so that would be the only reason that I almost wouldn't want to do the 30 day one because I feel like it would feel forced. Totally. I can see that. Maybe without telling your spouse you try to spice things up, change it up. Like you just start <laughs> like, initiating things more frequently. Yeah. Um, because, you know, everyone wants to be wanted. Everyone wants to be loved. Grab their butt a little bit more. Like, you know, just do little flirtatious things. Think about the butterflies yeah. that used to exist when you guys first yeah. met. Stay alive. Keep it fun. Keep it fresh. You yeah. know, don't fall into the pit that many people do that after, you know, they've had kids, they just kind of accept this new way yeah. of like blah. And no one wants that you're living an elevated life especially as part of the fit mom lifestyle like we live better and we have more better expectations higher expectations of ourselves than other people do so spice it up that was our spicy one let's go on to the next one (laughs) we nourish our relationships by being present being present is so important this is something that i have to be conscious about i have to put the phone down i have to put things on airplane or put the computer away and just shut off the Apple watch, turn off my notifications because we're always on the go. There's so many inputs all the time, whether it's TV or radio or media, social media, all of those things that, yeah, while we're here, we're spending times. Like it drives me nuts to see people at restaurants on their freaking phones. Yes. And just put it on airplane mode. Don't even be tempted. Put it in your your purse. Leave it in the car. Like literally keep it out of your sight because it's so easy because Mm -hmm. it's so automatic. It's become automatic for all of us. Yes. 
to just grab it and look at it. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's literally a habit. You're checking social media that you check two minutes before to see yep. if there's anything crazy going yep. on. Like make it a non-negotiable because here's the thing. Your kids are watching you. They yes. are seeing you. I was also telling my girlfriend last night, Mark is starting to play peekaboo. I'm like, we've been practicing peekaboo since he's three months old, right? I've been singing him different songs for months and while you don't necessarily think that they're learning or they're understanding, they are. Because oh it was like a flip of the switch. He started to do the scooting and the crawling mm-hmm. now. And the peekaboo thing was just like out of nowhere. And it's super fun to see that, wow, all of these things that I've been teaching him and talking to him about, like he's starting to do now. Yes. And it's so important for the development, but it's also important for your relationship with your child and with your friends or your spouse. Mm-hmm. Like I also, I'm going to say this, to girlfriends, it drives me absolutely bonkers when you get out of the house finally for a night and they're on their fucking phone. Yes. What, what is on your phone right now that's more important than being present with your friends? Yes. I literally, I've been keeping it in my purse yeah. or turning it over just so that I don't look at it when I'm out to dinner. Yeah. So number eight is we are more than mom. We are more than who we have feel, who we have felt like we've become mm-hmm. and that's all. We are women we have dreams still we have careers we have hobbies we have interests outside of our children and guess what that's okay Mm -hmm. it is okay to still want to be who you were prior to that child or maybe you have new dreams now that you've had the child and you have new things that you want to do so make it a time to spend make it a point to spend time with your friends that you used to hang out with before kids Mm -hmm. or with the new friends that you've created and you know it's okay to be selfish sometimes. It's okay to want to be who you used to be. There is nothing wrong with that. You should not feel guilty about it. You are still you. Yep. So do something that you like to do. If it's a dance class, if it is reading a book, if it's going for a hike, if it's a bike ride, if it's, I don't know what it can be, but do something that you enjoy that you did before you got married and before you had children. Um, you know, for me, I love to travel and I used to meet up with my girlfriends, you know, Mm -hmm. once or twice a year. And so that's actually something that I'm considering doing because I think it's really important to take that time away. Sure. It's going to look a little bit different than it has, you know, before, but it's important to create that space and not to forget who you are. So do something for yourself so that you don't lose your identity and motherhood. And if you have friends, that are far away guys we have so many ways of communicating Mm -hmm. if it's zoom if it's facetime i love facetiming with my sister and my nieces they're like six eight hours away they can still see marcus Mm -hmm. we can have a glass of wine and like Mm -hmm. talk the same way we would if they were here so if you can't travel and meet up with them especially with this stupid coronavirus (laughs) just facetime set a time that you zoom and have a glass of wine and catch up yeah Number nine, we have unshakable confidence. Mm, and sometimes, I, I say this all the time, sometimes you got to fake it. Sometimes you got to fake it until you make it. We are confident in our way of living, our decisions, our actions, our beliefs, because we are educated and we are empowered by that education and proud of who we are or who we have become. And I think that this is the one of the main reasons that Liz and I both live our lifestyle the way that we do and we are so consistent with it because we're proud of it. I'm proud of the fact that I eat really well and nourish my body. And I'm proud of the fact that I work out even on days I don't want to. Hell yeah. I am super proud of that. And I think that that helps me stand up to the temptations around me, Mm -hmm. stand up to people that are trying to peer pressure me, stand up to whatever is going on that is trying to pull me down because I'm sorry, those people are, you know, they're not, they're not my people. Nope. You don't need them. There's plenty of other people that are your people who are going to be your cheerleaders and support you. 
So I've always said confidence is the sexiest thing a woman can wear. Mm-hmm. And if you don't feel confident every day, then you earn your confidence by doing the habits and the behaviors and staying in your routine. Like Becca said, like doing things that you, when you don't feel like it, mm-hmm. no one ever truly feels like it this morning. That alarm went off. Sure. It would have been much easier to stay home. Art didn't have to be at the gym. I could have cuddled with him for an extra hour, but I was like, I need to get up and get out and yes. do something for myself and have the space to myself. And I feel confident in my way of living that I go to the gym, that I yes. do things that other people aren't willing to do. I have higher expectations for myself. And so whether or not that means that I have the flattest stomach or the nicest abs, or, you know, I'm at my pre baby weight, I'm confident in the way that I live and I'm confident in who I am as a person. So, you know, I don't want you guys to think that this means that you have to be cocky or you're arrogant or, you know, that you have to be a size two. Confidence has nothing to do with your size. It has everything to do, everything to do with the way that you live and the expectations you set for yourself and how you show up for yourself. Yes. Be proud of who you are. And if you aren't, guess what? You can always change. Mm-hmm. You can. I wrote that in my gratitude journal this morning. One of the three things that I was grateful for is my ability to change and become who I want to become. And that happens every day. Love every it. day I work towards that. Mm-hmm. So it. the last one, number 10, whoop, whoop. we have fun, people. <laughs> we have fun because life is too effing short, okay? You cannot live this life worrying about what weight you are, what size pants you wear, about being perfect with your diet because guess what? When you get to your deathbed, that's not going to matter. Nope. It's not going to matter. You're not writing. Do I was not take life too seriously. 143.9 pounds on your grave, right? You want to enjoy every single day. Every single day is a gift and your capabilities that you have are a gift. Yes. I lost my mom to ALS. I have clients that have children that are disabled and I'll be damned if I don't get frustrated with people who have the ability to do things they yes. don't have the ability to do in those capabilities and they complain about it. Yes. I will always use the things that I've encountered in life and yes, they are small compared to what many people have encountered, yeah. but I've torn my ACL. I've ruptured my Achilles. I've had um, the loss of a si- menstrual cycle that forced my husband and I have to go to a route of IVF and a lot of really hard nights of giving myself shots and all these things. And guess what? I am so unbelievably grateful for my child and what we were given and that miracle we were given. And every day during my injury recoveries, when I was on crutches and I couldn't walk, all I wanted to do was be able to move my body normally, lift weights express the potential that my body has and it made me so much more grateful for life yep. and I think that sometimes in those moments when you don't want to get out of bed then you don't want to go work out because it's cold or you're tired or you just don't feel like it imagine the people that cannot the people that cannot do it I heard something the other day that was perfect it was talking about um I think it was in Atomic Habits, which I've taken a lot from. It talked about how he was talking to a man one time that was in a wheelchair. And he said, how have you overcome being in a wheelchair? And he said, you know what? I love my wheelchair because if I didn't have this wheelchair, I would be bedridden. And the wheelchair allows me to get around and move and see things and meet with people. And yeah. I'm so grateful for it. Yeah. Think about life differently. Mm-hmm. And have fun. Yes. Don't stress over the little things. You know, I know totally. moms, like I talked to so many moms that are so stressed out. They're like, I feel so overwhelmed. I don't even know what to do. I don't know where to look. I don't know what the next step is. And I just say, take a deep breath. Yep. We're stressing about the little things. Like yes. the laundry can wait. You know, yes. the dishes can wait. Like, don't worry about the things that you cannot control. Right. Yes. Like 
whatever your friend did, that action, like there's a ripple effect and you're afraid that, you know, Joe or Susie is going to be upset by that. Like you can't control anyone else but yourself. You can't, there's a lot of things that are out of your control. So I always look at what am I in control over? How can I find the joy in the small things and just let the shit go that I can't control? Yes. 100%. Like I can't control tax season and that sucks. Coronavirus is controlling it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they'll just wipe away all of the tax deadlines. Oh my God. I'm saying this because I was the person that pushed off like sending all the papers to the accountant. So I had to get up the other morning at like four. Oh, I called the accountant yesterday. Luckily, we're good. Don't worry, guys. We'll stay in business. <laughs> but it's like one of those things that like there's just so many little things, right, in yes. life that we feel like have to get done right now. And so we stress and we stress and we stress. And like reality is, most of these things can be pushed off tomorrow. Have fun in the moment. Put on your favorite music. Don't take life too seriously and have fun. So that's it. That's all we have for you today. If you've enjoyed this, please share it with a friend. Invite mm-hmm. your mom friends or your female friends, yep. girlfriends We'd into the fit mom you. lifestyle as long as they are ready to have some fun and level up. Have a good day, guys. Thank you for spending your time with us. We are honored to be able to help educate you and improve your life. If you've enjoyed this, please take a screenshot share it on Instagram and tag us at lsn.coach and leave us a five-star reading and review on iTunes as this helps us grow and reach others. So if you have any questions, feel free to shoot us a DM or an email and we will talk to you soon. Have a great day.